Listener Production. Giddy up, it's another brand new ep of the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Yeehaw. Tell you what, it's a tough day being Katie Holmes, getting absolutely roasted on the socials for a uh, little dress shirt plus jeans combo that she pulled out. Uh, now, see this? I do not... Well, people know, you know, listening, that I do not keep across fashion and culture as much as the other members of Matt Milk's All Day Breakfast. But even this story popped across my screen and it sort of fulfilled my internal biases. And it's like, oh, of course, give her, leave her alone, guys. It was the early 2000s. It was a different time. And I'm like rolling my eyes at a half of just like, oh, the media's so lame bringing out this fit of Katie from like <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> I kept reading it. It's like, oh, this was taken on the weekend. And I was like, oh, goodness. <laughs> It looks, it is a serious flashback to the year 2000. Hey, like, I'm like, I know that person from high school. Like, I, I yeah. remember seeing that exact same Katie Holmes. And to be fair, she pulls it off. Yeah, like, well, that's why I thought. Like, she looks great. She looks great. 15-year-old like, Matt would, would absolutely still be like, oh, that's Katie Holmes. Like, yeah. that, that is the person who... I remember having a crush on in high school. I thought it must have been taken from a TV hits magazine or something. No, literally a recent red carpet. Yeah, and then and then people are pulling out the old shots, you know, of the Hillary Duffs. Many the, more. Uh, yeah, all, all of that. That old school, you know, who else was around that time? Um, Amanda Bynes, you know. There was a real, there was a real moment. And then the emo came in. I mean, the girl from Evanescence. Uh, she really trained, changed the game for a while there. Yeah, that's it. Avril. Oh, skater boys. Um, bring back the low-cut jeans. Are they back yet? I'm wearing mine. What were they? Um, and they're all here <laughs> ready for you on this little podcast we like to call Day Breakfast. Thank you very much for joining us. Very big show today. For people who are often called absolute garbage <laughs> by our critics, we don't want to be anywhere near our guest today. Well, it's someone who's taken out the trash, literally, but it's been a long time between drinks for Alice Clanahan, who um, has managed to live a life so devoid of landfill waste that it's been 26 months since the last time she took out the bin. So we're going to have a chat to her very, very soon. Yeah, and honestly, no, I don't even... I'm, I need to ask a lot of questions about this because it's, it's unbelievable, this feat. What's in your bin right now? Oh, mints. What? Got to get rid of all 500 this grams mince. of mints. Yeah. Old mints that has been in the freezer for about two years because I'm getting... I'm moving house. Anyway, look, there's a lot of stuff to talk about in today's episode. We'll get stuck right into it. Come on, Alex. All day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Matt, what would you do with $300? Right now? Yes, but first, what would you do with $300 when you were 17? And what would you do with $300 right now? Tell you what, uh, when I was 17, $300 would buy me a return trip in a taxi across <laughs> Brisbane to Callum Vale, where I would go to a very cool party with all of the year 12 kids, uh, and I would have only the finest, clearest two-liter goon bag that my money could afford, <laughs> and I wouldn't have to sleep in the Callum Vale Primary School port racks like I Wait, did one night. Rack? It's a bag racks, you know, where you put the bags. 
Me and my mate slept <laughs> there you, one night because it was too expensive to get. Did you yourself a, up like a vampire? It was too expensive you... to get a cab home. And then I went through. Then in the morning, when the sun came up, we caught the bus into the Roma Street train station. Took a showers in the bathroom there. I got hit on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> someone asked me if I needed any soap. I was like, No, I don't need soap. And then I was like, and I'm pretty sure I saw you take soap in there with you. And I was like, no, he said, do you have any soap? I was like, I don't have soap. And I saw you take soap in with you. I don't need your soap. You've got soap. And then in hindsight, I realize, I think that there was, I think it was a beat. <laughs> but it might not be, it might not be anymore. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that person actually yeah. just, you know, wanted to give me their soap or needed their soap or something anyway. So, you know, who knows? What would you do? What would you do with three hundred dollars in in this day oh, and age? Mate, I, um, although you wouldn't get much soap for three hundred dollars down at Aesop. Oh tell you God. what, you've been in there, right? Recently, I would probably chuck it on a low cap crypto token. Still, <laughs> well, I mean, God. I didn't have Give me the soap. Any I didn't day. have three hundred dollars before this conversation. I might as well not have it afterwards. You know, it's just yeah. like soap and crypto. It all goes down the drain. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and the second one you get screwed worse. Um, but why? Where are you but, getting three hundred dollars from? Well, I only ask because three hundred dollars was the minimum ticket price to go and watch Dave Chappelle uh, live yeah. in concert recently, yeah. where he brought out a special guest introduced as richest man in the world, Elon Musk, oh my who God. doesn't have anything else going on, and so decided to jump up on stage. Make some noise for the richest man in the world. And uh, someone posted a video on Twitter of the booze uh, raining out. What should I say? I, I saw a comment of like, oh, here's a video on Twitter. Watch this. I clicked through to it. It said, this profile does not exist. And so. Oh, you what? You reckon, you reckon Elon's banned that person? No. He can take a joke. Elon can take a joke. He said it's the place of free speech, but this video got taken down. It can be found on YouTube now. But he has gone to Twitter to defend himself, saying that there was 90% claps and 10% boos. Funny how microphones always pick up the boos more than the claps. So, uh, there's quite a lot of people, like politicians it happens to as yes. well. They're always like, it didn't sound like they were booing when I was there. It's very true. Yeah, very selective microphones, isn't it? But it's probably one of the um, the few times Chappelle's had had boos while being up on stage. You know, you, you, guys, you see, back, this was in a packed stadium, lots of people paying lots of money to get there. I think he was brag. I think Elon was bragging about how much money he had on stage and said the boos were for the people who had the worst seats. I've seen um, I saw an article where he said he called them unhinged leftists mm, that booed him. Mm. So he's not backing down. He's really going, he's really double downing, isn't he? Elon? It certainly is. Uh, but it make me think, you you know, getting booed on a comedy stage, that would be rough, Matt. Has, has it ever happened to you? Has there, people actually made the sound boo to you on stage being a stand up comedian? Nah, to be honest, it hasn't. But um, what I will tell you the story about when um, you remember how Rat Gillies used to taunt me for being bald on all my Instagram posts. There was an account that was at Rat Gillies, and yeah. every single post you put up, his comment was bald. Yeah, or like, yeah, nice look, Chrome Dome. <laughs> <laughs> Said I must play for the Mighty Ducks because my hair looks like a flying V. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he was pretty ruthless. Yeah. I'd take the just the pure boo rather than that tactical surgical <laughs> missile of a boo. Uh, after a few years of this, eventually he came to the table with a request. He was like, hey, 
I know we have a little bit of fun on this uh, old Instagram thing. I was like, do we? Do we have fun? <laughs> um, well, people don't. He, I think Elon's a bit. Um, whenever I see people having a crack at Elon, they usually bring up the old photo of him with uh, oh, yeah, the receding yeah. he's, hairline. He's, which, he's which caught he, a flight on Turkish hairlines, hasn't he? he <laughs> he's front row seat. I don't blame him. The turnaround from that photo to where he's sitting right now is oh, quite staggering. I'm jealous. That's what I'd do. Actually, that's what I'd do with $300, put the down deposit <laughs> on the little trip to Turkey. Get get at least a patch of plugs. Get a few feathers um, back on the turkey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not no, to so be, anyways, being plucked over the years. Rad Gillies then asked, he said, hey, look, my mates actually started up this, this charity in Hobart called Stay Chatty, right? So shout out to the Stay Chatty team mm-hmm. and Mitch from Stay Chatty. It's looking after mental health and Mitch's brother had taken his own life, sadly. And so this guy was doing the right, you know, doing doing his best to make sure that you know, guys have a platform to speak out and have a place to go, you know, to talk, etc. It's all about positive, mm. positive masculinity. Well, that is why I sort of rolled my eyes when you first said it, because it's picking on people's insecurities, not necessarily the best way to do, to do that. I wholeheartedly agree with the sentiment. So anyways, I'd actually used Rat Gilly's, um, you know, in my stand-up show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, I've, he's made fun of me, but I've actually used it to my yeah. advantage in the show that I'm doing. So uh, I will do this gig. And so I went down, worst gig of my life. The whole time people just talked. And I tell you what, people just talking to themselves mm. is worse than booing. Because <laughs> <laughs> booing, they are paying attention to what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're reacting they just don't ne- agree with negatively it they're- towards it. <laughs> Uh, this one, it was, you may as well not have been talking at all. <laughs> exactly. Right. So bring on the booze, you know, <laughs> uh, which ironically is what I had to do to get over this pain of having such a bad gig. <laughs> bring on the booze. And I was like that kid at the Callum Vale school again, just sucking down that clear skin goon bag. <laughs> <laughs> all day breakfast. Well, Matt, there's nothing worse than waking up early one morning with the sounds of the the rubbish man outside clambering around and realising I've forgotten to take the bins out. Uh-oh. Because if you miss one week, in a lot of instances, you're struggling to, uh, to keep everything in by week number two. Especially with, you know, Christmas coming around, people hosting family and friends around their place. There's a lot of scraps. There's a lot of rubbish, a lot of wrappers. And it's all got to go somewhere. But our next guest has found very creative ways to deal with a problem that a lot of us are contributing to, and that is what we do with our waste. So please, welcome to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, Alice Clanahan. Hello. Hi. Alice, you must be uh, Australia's most soundest sleeper because, and we read about you in The Guardian recently, you have not had to put your bin out for two years. In fact, 26 months. You just haven't been able to fill it. You've been living such a, uh, a reusable life that the bin hasn't filled up. Can you tell us, uh, when did this start? Yeah, well, I guess for me, this started way before, you know, 2020 when I first started that landfill bin. And I think it's been something that I've been thinking about putting small kind of incremental practices in place, I would say probably for the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. And um, I was overseas during the pandemic and kind of forced to uh, come back home to Adelaide. 
And I just, um, when I got back home, I thought, okay, new chapter, fresh Ben, let's see, let's see how far I can go. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, straight up, I don't believe that you even did this. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> there's that hurdle that I need to get over I'm mentally. Not like that. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, what do you do with so much, like, stuff? Like, I just think about just how much life. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you did actually have recyclables yeah. that you're putting out. Yeah. But what were some of the more challenging landfill pieces of rubbish that you had to find creative or interesting ways to get rid of? Yeah. I mean, um, and I guess it's all about where you live and what kind of, um, you know, access to what resources you have. So I feel I moved um, to South Australia from Victoria about a decade ago. And when I lived in um, in Melbourne, I didn't have access to food waste composting. I did my own, um, I had worm farms and bokashi bins, and I actually lived in quite a small house with no backyard. And so in the kind of dead of night, I would go and dig the bottom of my worm waste or bokashi waste into the verge on the side of the road, oh. hoping that my neighbours would see me. But um, that's where you became the the supervillain, the midnight composter. <laughs> yeah, totally. But when I moved to South Australia, it was a game changer because there is access to council compost here. So your green bin can take not only all your garden waste, but oh. uh, all your food waste as well. So your meat and your dairy and all those food scraps. And I know that different councils and New South Wales and Victoria, they've been a bit slow, but they're now getting on mm. board. All right. How do you feel about news articles? Because I try and take the soft plastics back to that bin in the supermarket, but I think I saw recently that they just get stockpiled. They're not actually getting recycled in a lot of instances. How do you feel when you do everything right and then these processes that you trust are doing what they say they'll do aren't, aren't fulfilling their end of the bargain? I know the collapse of Red Cycle has been really sad. And yeah, seeing all of those um, warehouses with soft plastics and landfill, just like it breaks my heart that everyone was washing out their soft plastics, doing the right thing. And and I think the, the issue has been is that it's not as if that process didn't collapse. It was just that, you know, there was so much supply and it totally outstripped the demand for it. Mm -hmm. So we're, we've, been, we've become really good at recycling our soft plastics Unfortunately, there's not a lot that we can do with all of that excess. So I guess it's thinking about that recycling is kind of one end of the spectrum. And for me, I try and avoid that waste in the first place so I don't have to then think about recycling it. And then I guess I would try and um, perhaps give people the confidence or try and encourage people to, you know, think about where they might shop differently to buy food where, where it doesn't accumulate packaging as well. So you did have to eventually empty out the bin and I'm going to ask mm. you, you know, what prompted you to do it, whether it was full or not, but, um, but also, you know, what was something that went in the landfill bin that you just, the one that you just, it broke you, you know, you thought, oh, I, I tried everything and I just couldn't figure out a way to recycle this. Yeah. Well, it, I actually started out on the back foot because, um, when I arrived um, back in Adelaide and during the pandemic, I emptied out my storage unit of all my household stuff. And I had a box of crockery, beautiful Japanese crockery and glasses that had been shattered in the storage unit. And unfortunately, there's no recycling path for broken drinking glasses or broken no. ceramics. So if you break a wine glass or something, that can't be recycled? No, nah, that's oh. landfill. 
Yeah, because wow. it's a heat-treated glass. It's different than, like, wine bottle glass. Oh. Um, something I find really hard in that landfill bin is dental floss. Oh. You can get compostable dental floss, and I've tried to make it work, but it just kind of breaks between my teeth, <laughs> and then I've got to go in with the other dental floss, and I'm consuming more, and I'm just like, okay, in the scheme of things, maybe plastic dental floss is not so bad. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Well, look, everything else you're doing is absolutely incredible. So uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to let any judgment down for a little bit of floss. Well <laughs> done. Thank you very much for joining us, Alex Clanahan. It's incredible what you're doing. Please keep it up and please keep inspiring others to reduce their waste as well and keep up the recycling. Is there any way that people can follow your progress, Alice? Yep. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, my full name, Alice Clanahan. Yeah, I have lots of eco tips there, everything from what was in the bin um, to how you can make, you know, swaps and changes in your in your recycling journey. Oh, perfect, Alice. Well, that's Alice, C-L-A-N-A-C-H-A-N. Really appreciate you popping by all day breakfast and keep up the good work. Thank you. Hey, Mum. Yeah? What happens when you put the bins out on a Monday? Well, the bin goes up, then the bin goes down. All Day Breakfast. Well, that's all we've got time for on All Day Breakfast today. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, Already? Yep, we're going to be wrapping this up. There is nothing more to discuss. Nope. Things are all over. No, no, no. You're just saying that because producer Bron... Stepped into the studio. I got to go home. Me, I've got. I left the oven on. I'm a very out. innocent question, Bron. Mm. What would you What'd you ask? Just said, have you been watching the Harry and Meghan doco? Oh. No respect, does he? No. Nah. Eh? What for the Absolutely for the monarchy? No respect. No, it's not for the monarchy. Thank you very much. It's for the people who stepped away from the monarchy, <laughs> who said, you know what, my blood isn't better than yours. Right, I they am, are us, are they? That yeah, they are the regular people. Wow. Right, and good on them. <laughs> they are no, they are just as they're as, they're as normal as mm. you and me, Alex. Dyke. They're salt of the earth. So no documentary on Medicine Sans Frontieres or something like that to watch. <laughs> God, All right. that's pretentious. <laughs> I know. Could you imagine? Oh, righto. I'm the oh pretentious one. Not doing a full documentary because I got annoyed when I got asked to curtsy. Come on, people. <laughs> oh, my life. Curtsy. Hey, I no, I am. Bron, we've talked about this. I'm team Megan all the way. Yes. Yeah. I, go, my sister. Go. I haven't seen the full thing. I watched the first episode. What was it? Was it, was it good? Because, I mean, people are pretty. I mean, typically, as typical as ever. The MSM really going at mm. Megan there. To be fair, it's made me turn off it a bit. Like, I'm not really into them anymore. Not into Megan and Harry. They've, yeah, they've turned me off them. But the thing that really gave me a bit of a ugh is she keeps calling Harry H. And that really threw me. I you just, prefer oh. H without the huh, because it's incorrect? No, just the, it's a weird oh. nickname. Oh. Do you reckon? H. It is a little bit weird. I wonder where that came from. Maybe it's translated from text. What's your nickname? What, what does Steve call you? Um, I'm going to call it Bunny or something like that. 
We have a few. We say them as jokes, and then they have. Oh, sure. That's what every nickname happens as. <laughs> and then they've stuck. Yeah, mm. sure. Um, so we said we started doing. <laughs> There's like a few iterations of it. Okay. We started. We've with, got time. Start- I, I rescind my early wrapping up of the show. We've got time now. Okay. I've just found a little bit more time. Fine. It started with we called each other honey as a joke. Yeah, okay, then that's it went not, honey's to, nice. Yeah. Honey's okay. Then it went to Honey Bunny, also as a joke. Okay, Ooh. that's starting to get into <laughs> the cringe territory. <laughs> Teetering on cringe. <laughs> then it went to Hun's Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just Bananas. <laughs> Whoa. This is like a five-time evolved Pokemon of yes. names. So like right. fifth generation. Bananas is great, though. Oh, th- that's good, Bron. Thank you for sharing that. That's very generous. I'm... It's not easy to, you know, share share the uh, the things that we whisper in each other. Is it not? <laughs> it's not as a, it, it's not cute at all. It's as a joke. Right. Oh yeah, okay. for sure, sure. How do you spell bananas? <laughs> oh, I don't do it over text. No. Okay, you've never written down bananas. No, that's just a verbal one. But mm. it is kind of weird. Like Belinda called me Matt the other day, and I was like, "What? Who? What does she usually call you? You know what I mean?" I don't know. We, I mean, we're just like yes, mate do. or matey is what mate. the... Matey. Yeah. <laughs> Friend zoning each other. No. <laughs> it's a long well, story. Pal. It's like on texts, M8, it was silly, 80, then it turned into... Anyway, whatever. It's, you know, it's not Benuns. I wish it was Benuns. Try it. Try Benuns. Yeah. Try Benuns. You haven't copyrighted Benuns. <laughs> Give it a go. Imagine that if I just started calling... For nuns, she's like, <laughs> what? Why? And I'm like, oh, that's what Steve calls Bron. <laughs> okay, that's normal. Um, well, there you go. Thank you very much so for you, sharing, you've Bron. So you're not going to watch the rest of the watching? series? Um, I don't know. It hasn't hooked me. And if anything, it's annoyed me. Mm. And now I'm off board with them when I was firmly on board originally. Mm. So I don't know. I'm so off it. I've other orange royalty... I'm off. That's monarch butterflies. Ruined it for me. Can't even look at a nice, beautiful monarch <laughs> butterfly without thinking of. Oh, just what? give it a rest, everyone. What are you talking? What the hell? What are you talking about? Do I need to Google this? Monarch butterflies. It's an orange butterfly, and Harry has orange hair. Oh my and he god! He was a monarch, and that's the name of the. See, this butterfly. is what happened. These are the jokes you make when you watch whack documentaries <laughs> about flying doctors and all this crap. Right, flying. Get doctors. with the program. Yeah, medicine sons oh. d- d- defense, whatever it's called again. Medicine without borders. I'm like, whatever. Go back to your righteous world saving crap and save the good hearty stuff about Harry and Megan for the rest of us. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. <laughs> That's it. The all day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. dot and dot Alex.